1: It is 9.05. You're listening to The Battle for Malaysia with Lynn Sherad and Jahaba. And uh, we are just reacting at the moment to the fact that about an hour ago, Segambut MP candidate Hannah Yeo tweeted that, and I quote, results were not coming in because the presiding officers, KTM, do not want to sign Form 14 for our pachas. So for a better idea of what's actually happening, we do have Hannah Yeo on the line with us at the moment. Hannah, thank you so much for joining us. Hi. Hi. So, talk to us about what's happening on the ground. Well, about an hour ago, uh,
0: we were not able to get any of our Form 14s back from our Pachas because the KTMs didn't want to sign. So, we had to stand our ground. And then we got uh, the Pangara SPR, Wilayah to speak to some of the KTMs. And they slowly released them. But still, we are struggling with two polling stations, refusing to sign Form 14, despite uh, my election agent being present. So we are still sorting that out. Now,
2: Hannah, what is the uh, reason being given for not signing them?
0: They they just refuse to listen and they say that, oh, I'll give it to you when we go to the accounting centre in uh, SK Bukit Sarah. But we say, no, we we should be
1: getting a copy. But they refuse to give. And has there been any word from the SPR? Uh, yes, we were trying to get
0: the SPR Pangara to speak to the officer, but he refused to. He refused to even speak to the Pangara SPR. So these are clearly problematic uh, KTM.
2: So, what is the consequence of not having that uh, Borang fourteen signed?
0: Um, i I think it's risky when it's not signed, then the result is not official for that for that polling station, and you know you you cannot afford to leave that place without having a signed copy because then you don't want the results to change.
2: right, so you think so the danger is then or the hazard is that there could be tampering That's right. And is there any precedence uh, of this before? Did we see in G14 any such instances? And if you know of them, h- how were they resolved?
0: I have not experienced that. Uh, so that's why now this is, this is the time where, you know, we are struggling because even the pangara SPR could not get hold of the KTM.
1: So, Hannah, what are you anticipating to happen next at the moment? Uh <laughs> We are trying to
0: get in touch with SPR to help us out because this is an internal problem uh, between SPR and their KTM. So we are still in the process now. I'm unable to answer
1: you. And is this happening elsewhere as far as you know?
0: Yes, I just saw uh, Yobin's update. Apparently the same thing has happened to her uh, in her in uh, her polling station and also in Titi Wangsa and Setia Wangsa.
2: Uh, beyond the, the Klang Valley, do you Have you heard of any news? Uh, I'm sorry, I don't have those information.
1: Hannah, thank you so much for uh, joining us and thank speaking you, to us. Thank you, thank you. That was Hannah Yeo, MP candidate for Segambut, talking about uh, some hiccups with the Form 14 in Segambut itself. Um, we do also have on the line with us Thomas Phan, Chairperson for Bursae, uh, to perhaps provide a further explanation to Form 14 and so on. Uh, Thomas, thank you so much for joining us again
3: for oh, having me. Yep.
1: So um, I think it's perhaps best to start with the basics in this instance. What is a Form 14?
3: Well, Form 14 is the form that after you have counted all the votes uh, in front of the all the candidates' uh, agents, the counting agent, uh, and they agree that that is the total and that those numbers are then recorded into the Form 14, the how many votes for Candidate A, Candidate B and C, and how many spoiled votes, how many uh, unused votes and all those things. So that is the final tally. So in the past, we are talking about um, GE13. This, the the KTM has the only copy. And that led to the allegation and accusations that uh, the KTM in Kahoot with a certain party, change the number. It doesn't matter what you counted and what you witnessed, but uh, after you left the room, they can change the number. So then after that, they came up with this uh, process, whereby everyone needs to be given a copy, a signed copy. So in after GE14, it is uh, part of the regulations uh, in the elections of elections, Regulations 1981, uh, section uh, twenty-five, uh, subclause twelve, where it stated very clearly that every um, after the count counting of the votes, the presiding officer, the KTM, shall uh, prepare a sufficient number of copies of the statement of the of the form fourteen, and have it certified by by KTM, signed by each candidate or the counting agent. And they they are given each a copy. They must be given a copy so that if there is any dispute, they can look at each other's copy whether the number tally or not. So this is really an important safeguard to uh, uh, prevent that counting being manip- manipulated or changed. So it is in the election regulation, which means that any officer, SBR officer, KTM that refuses to comply with this regulation is in risk of violating the Election Offences Act Section 4 and can be imprisoned um, up to two years or fined up to 5,000. So this is a potential election offence. And we we hope that it won't come to that.
2: So Thomas, uh, we just spoke to Hannah. And uh, Hannah, you're the MP candidate for Sagamba but who said that she's hearing that's happened in other places. So initially you might think that you know this was a KTM gone rogue, but if it's happening in other places, is there a, system, a systemic problem? Or are we just thinking of maybe a couple of more rogue characters within EC? Because we were also told by Hannah that the EC itself, or at least headquarters, can't get in touch with these individuals uh, and get them sorted out.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't really want to jump the gun and say that this is a systemic uh, attempt to cheat on the result. But it could be a legacy issue where some of these KTM that were used to the old way of doing things, things that uh, this is still the way to do it, they don't need to give to the uh, accounting agent, uh, but uh, they only need to keep a copy, but they need to be updated that the law has changed and uh, now they are liable to commit an offence. So I think it's important that there are lawyers on the ground that read this section to them clearly and also the section on Section 4 where they are violating the Election Offenses Act and may end up in jail for this.
1: Well, uh, that relates, I think, to this question from Sarah Tan on our live stream who asks, can these KTMs be noted down and investigated?
3: Absolutely. I would suggest that the candidate and the... uh, accounting agent or whoever the, the election uh, uh, representative there, take down the details of the KTM, the name, and what was said, uh, and that these are duly noted and witnessed because uh, they may be required to be produced in court when the time comes.
2: So, Thomas, is this likely to delay the results of uh, the constitu- constituencies involved in Sagambut for instance? Could it be that we will not have a result from Sagambut tonight?
3: No, no, I, I don't think it would delay that long. Uh, it would certainly delay because I think what, what is happening is that Hana and uh, other candidates are aware of the law and the processes, and they are not letting this KTM leave the polling station unless they hand over a signed copy. Uh, so that's going to cause the delay because if they don't uh, stop this KTM from leaving. This kidding will leave with the only copy they have in their hand on the way to the tally center where it will be totaled up all the polling stations in that constituency will be totaled up in the tally center so i think the uh, we're talking about several polling station in segambut definitely not the whole segambut so most of the result in segambut will come in but it cannot be final until the last one comes in and this may delay the final announcement of the
1: result. Thomas, thanks for speaking with us again.
3: Most welcome. Thank you.
1: That was Thomas Van, Chairperson of Berset, giving us, uh, I think, an explainer really on what Form 14 is. And this is in light of, uh, well, some tweets, um, some complaints that had emerged from some MP candidates regarding the slowdown in results because presiding officers were not signing Form 14. Now, um, just a quick update that Hannah yo has gotten back to us um, and said that the form has been signed this is confirmed um, so at least there is that but nonetheless I think the delay is worth discussing
2: yeah so Jabba, you know when you th- when you look at a st- um you know a story like this what do you see is it uh, is it a question of uh, the lack of professionalization of our election uh, uh, process is it uh, about the remnants of a you know a deeply politicized uh, you know uh, election uh, a uh, system, or, or is it something else that's going on?
4: Well, you know, I, I think all election officials are briefed before any election and updated on all the rules and regulations, and and these forms were signed in, in, in G14, right? Uh, and everybody had a copy of it, uh, so it's a bit out of the ordinary. Um, maybe that guy is having a senior moment. You never know, uh, but it is of concern. I, I, I mean, if it's just one constituency, yeah, senior moment. I think.
2: Well, it's a bit ageist, but okay, I'll let it but, go. But yeah,
4: you know, I mean, these guys have been around for a few elections, right? Um, but uh, it's happening in, say, in Setiwangsa or or in, in uh, Puchong, then then there is a problem, right? And I, I think the election commission itself uh, will have to either send someone to this centre or read them the right act and say, you know, okay, you, you, are, you are relieved of your duties. We will put somebody else to, to sign it off. Uh, because right now, uh, these words cannot be tailored, right? Uh, and and so then it also adds on to everyone's anxiety, and and it'll lead to speculation. And you know this country is a lot more mature than it was previously. We shouldn't speculate. We should just let it happen. And 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 this guy should just just say, look, this is the law. I think Thomas is right, saying there are enough lawyers on the ground, right, to make sure that they follow the law. And if these guys can't follow the law, then the EC itself. Uh, will have uh, its reputation uh, slightly tainted. That that it cannot train its people well enough. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, These people are not professional enough. Uh, And I'd like to think that uh, notwithstanding what happened in 2020, the current uh, EC chairman is is, uh, most likely, I mean, they normally dominate the show. Probably quite a decent chap. Um, And of course, you have uh, CSO representatives there still, like Zoe and and, and Azmi Sharom to make sure that they actually do the job according to law.
1: So we've been discussing uh, the reported delays in the signing of form 14 in some constituencies. If you'd like to send questions through um, or you know just any comments at all, that number is zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Uh you can send us a whatsapp you can send us a voice note you can tweet us at BFM radio. Um, we are also of course on a live video stream you can catch that on our site, YouTube, Facebook, of course also on our app and drop your comments there. Uh, Jahaba. Thank you so much for coming in and sitting with us. Thank you very much. After this, uh, we will be discussing Bira, uh, which has been designated the battleground seat. Uh, joining us to do that will be James Chai and Dr. Bridget Welsh. Keep it here for the on The Battle for Malaysia, BFM
0: 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9,
4: The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.